spreadsheet, everything in a spreadsheet, you can apply those adjustments, you know, so if you're like, all right, I need to adjust everything that is over like 100% ACOS, over 50% ACOS, these are the keywords that you need adjusted. You can quickly apply those filters inside of a bulk file, make those changes, upload it, done. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ad Project Podcast. Um, today we have another awesome guest on the show, so I want to welcome Elizabeth Green to the podcast. And Elizabeth, maybe can you just kind of dig into your background, kind of go through what you do, how you got into the Amazon ecosystem? Yeah, yeah, definitely. First off, really glad to be here. I've been listening to episodes. I think it's like really cool. Glad to be on here. As far as like my personal origin stories or like origin stories of our agency, I think we got into the space how a lot of other people did. Like you dabbled in selling yourself. Uh, To be honest, we were never like a really big seller, but definitely aware of it. And then fell into the ad side just because Amazon's been scaling that. When we got in, we thought they were growing fast. And, you know, 2019, 2020, 21, it's like, now we're having new releases almost every week, it seems. So we definitely saw the need of having someone who can really dig into the ad side, who has the time to, who has the capacity to, to be able to leverage all of the new options for sellers without them having to spend that time capital. Because I think, you know, especially when you have a lot of stuff on your plate, time is honestly your biggest asset. So to be able to leverage somebody else to spend their time and resources, learning the ads, how to run them, how to optimize them, it's just very useful to sellers. And so we found, you know, great success in that. I like to say that I kind of fell into this and then turns out I really, really like it, which is always a good thing. (laughs) So um, I'm one of those who get excited over new strategies or thinking about a new tactic or testing or, you know, spreadsheets. I find spreadsheet formulas fun, which is weird, but a very good thing. So it's been good. (laughs) I can relate. Yeah. And and I definitely agree too. Like we we talked to so many sellers and I have no doubt that these sellers could just dominate Mm -hmm. managing their own ads, but it takes so much time and just keeping up to date with all the new features. I mean, we're in it day in and day out and just trying to keep up with what we do. I mean, it's difficult there. And as a seller, when you're trying to manage everything else, it's just it can get to be so much. So we're the formula spreadsheet nerds that love digging into the data behind it, too. And so, and that was one reason why I wanted to bring Elizabeth on the show too. Elizabeth has done a ton of posts on using bulk sheets and kind of how do you scale your operations after you get past that initial phase where you set up a lot of campaigns manually and then you don't want to go in and manually change them all. And so bulk sheets is kind of a next step. And just to give you know people some background too, like another item that you can use is the api which we use with our software but to do that you have to have a full developer and everything too so bulk sheets are a great next step especially if you're familiar with excel or just general spreadsheets so elizabeth i just want to get your take on it and say for the new seller who's coming in or the established seller who's done everything manually before and bulk sheets is kind of a scary proposition to them so where, where do you recommend people start with bulk sheets? I would say just download a bulk file and poke around at it. And don't worry when you download it and you look at the huge spreadsheet and you go, I'm never going to get this. And you're freaking out because it seems like really daunting. Know that I started there. I think everyone who has first downloaded a bulk file starts there. And that's 
perfectly fine. And then just know you're not going to harm anything if you download a bulk file, if you poke at it, if you copy and paste things, if you mess with it, until you upload that file, no changes are made. So you're perfectly fine, you know, to open it one day, kind of freak out, poke around and then come back to it tomorrow. That's fine. And it's a learning curve for everybody. And so one of the things that I think is important to note that the the most errors and issues and problems and annoyances come with bulk files in the fact that you have to get the formatting right. The formatting is very important and needs to be absolutely correct if you want changes to go through and uploads. So I think a good place to start is, you know, just to understand the formatting. And that just has to do with rows and columns. It's a spreadsheet. You just need to to make sure the right things are plugged into the right rows and the right columns, and then starting to understand what the rows indicate, what the columns indicate. And then once you get that down, honestly, you're golden. And that can take time. Just know that that takes time and effort and that's fine. And you can start, you can start small. You can change one bit in a bulk file. You can change one campaign budget and, you know, just ease into it that way. So what's what's some of the key benefits that you use bulk files for? So just walk us through maybe some of the key benefits versus doing it manually in the ad console. And then maybe walk us through some different things that you can potentially change. Yeah, yeah. So I think one of the huge and most amazing key benefits is the fact that you have the ability to see your entire account in one it's kind of like a 2d look at your entire ad account which if you're doing things manually i'm sure you've we've probably all gotten that bit adjustment fatigue when we started doing things manually is you know you're like all right i know i need to optimize my bits even if you have your formulas you're like all right i know if it's this xyz equals you know this and I can go make those changes, but then you click into the first account and then you got to click into the ad group and you got to click on each bid. Or even if you're doing a strict like update percentage, you got to apply the filters. And by the time you go to campaign three or four, you're just you're bustling through. Let's be honest. And so that's where bulk files can really come in handy because you can see everything in a spreadsheet. You can apply those adjustments. You know, so if you're like, all right, I need to adjust everything that is over like 100% ACOS, over 50% ACOS, these are the keywords that I need adjusted. You can quickly apply those filters inside of a bulk file, make those changes, upload it, done. You know, what would take you, if you have multiple campaigns, hours and hours and hours inside of Campaign Manager can take you 30 minutes in a bulk file. You know, if you're, again, comfortable with them and you have your formulas already. But that's managing things at scale is one of the huge things. And then, again, going back to being able to do things quickly, because you're condensing everything and you're looking at everything across your entire account, let's say it's over 50%, over 100% ACoS, whatever it is that you want to make sure you go in and optimize. It doesn't matter how many campaigns you have because everything's going to be condensed to a keyword level that you can sort and filter and apply all of your formulas versus when you start scaling, campaigns are a great way to segment things. They're a great way, you know, to make sure you're set up to scale. You want to have like your top keywords here, apply percentage adjustments. But once you start building that out, it becomes virtually unmanageable in campaign manager, you know, if we're being honest. So you can trade off that not having to worry about you know how large of it, how large the account is getting how many campaigns you're getting just by switching over to optimizing through bulk files so i think that's like one of the huge if not like the main benefit yeah and one good piece that you touched on too is that even if you're not planning to make changes using a bulk file like re-uploading it 
just by downloading the bulk file itself, it just gives you a really good snapshot of the current status of your campaigns. Yes. So it'll absolutely. break down campaigns, ad groups, all your targets, current bids that you have, and a lot of other information. So along with the search term report, bulk file, downloading a bulk file to get that current status, that's a report that we're pretty routinely pulling because we, we can utilize it in so many different ways, including making different changes. Maybe walk us through like other items just to spur people's imaginations and how they can use bulk files. Like maybe walk us through like being able to add keywords or how you could kind of have it feed into like, you know, maybe an Excel sheet that does a campaign funnel or different things like that. Maybe just uh, kind of go through how you use them and some different information that you can get from either the bulk file downloads and then the uploads after everything's done. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think one place, of course, where everyone starts is the bid adjustments. Because I, I mean, I think you want to be constantly optimizing your bids. Bid optimization is never done. You know, getting in a, a steady workflow to be able to optimize bids, I think is, you know, that's kind of where everyone starts. It's, to be honest, one of the easiest ways to go about it because it's just, you know, you could figure out how to do that. And just, and for, for like bid adjustments too, which is great, is you can just download the spreadsheet and then it's honestly just changing the numbers in a single column and then you can re-upload it. And so, mm-hmm. and you can even delete the other rows just to make sure that you don't change anything. So you've just got the specific rows that you want to modify with those bid updates. So like Elizabeth was saying, that's a great way to start. So what you can do is download the bulk file, just change a couple bids, you can re-upload it, and then you can go directly in that campaign and then see that it's been changed. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's a good way to like get your feet wet using bulk uploads and then testing and then making sure that the changes made were what you wanted to see. Yes, absolutely. And, and then another key benefit to doing things through bulk upload that you wouldn't actually get if you were optimizing in the campaigns is you can actually keep records of what you optimized. So one thing we always do is any bulk uploads we make, we archive those. It's just archiving, just saving it somewhere in a Google, in a Google Drive or wherever you want to on your computer. And then you can also save the original file. So to be honest, we don't do it often, but if we ever needed to, you know, say, okay, we might have dropped bids a bit too much. If you had done those changes inside Campaign Manager, you can kind of see them through the history tab, but honestly, that's it's a pain to use. And then to try and go through and then maybe readjust or what do I need to readjust where you can have that snapshot and that like reference of what was changed and what was made if you're saving those files, which you should be. So that's, you know, that's really good benefit of them. Yeah, Um, and you, you hit on another great piece too is that Say you wanted to make a lot of changes to your campaigns, but you wanted to be able to revert back to where you started. Downloading a bulk file before you make those changes, then say you want to go in and modify a bunch of bids and see how it works for a week. And then after that week is done and performance does not match what you wanted to see, what you could do is go back to that bulk file that you downloaded before you made the changes re-upload that and it'll revert all the bids back to where they started. So this can kind of Mm -hmm. be a good like reset point if you're making a lot of changes or if you want to do a lot of testing in your account too. So I love that point. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think that's, you know, so bids I think is where everyone starts because like you said, you can make just a couple changes. There's other great things you can do. Like you can change your like 
campaign budget. So if you, there are things you could do with math, you know, saying, okay, what what is the date range for this? That gets a little bit more into formulas, but then you could say, all right, so what's the date range? And then let's take a look at my spend. And then you can t- cross analyze that with what the campaign budget is and then quickly determine, like if your budgets are running out, yes, you can see that in campaign manager. But if you wanted to look at all of your campaigns and judge how they're doing in a little bit, you know, cleaner interface with the spreadsheet, you definitely could do that as well. Or just go in and know that this is my top campaign. I want to give this a little bit more. And then going back to archiving things, one great benefit as well when you talk about reverting changes is for dates like Prime Day or, you know, like Cyber Monday or right before Christmas, times where you definitely, you know, you want to increase things. I think it's way more effective to do it through a bulk file. But then the benefit is you can actually generate that file with those changes weeks before if you wanted to and then just upload it the day of instead of day of having to go through everything and, you know, make those determinations and then saying, okay, so now that it's after and conversion rates have dropped drastically in my performance, I'm expecting to drop. I need to go back and revert those changes or, you know, turn everything back down. You can actually like pre-make those changes and then upload the files when the day comes make the changes, revert them much easier, much quicker, much less headache. You're not scrambling to make sure it's done now. You have time to go through and look at everything, make the changes, determine, you know, what, you know, your best bets are, place those bets, and then, you know, dial it back afterwards. So that's definitely something we I, I use. Love that. And <laughs> it's it's wonderful to be able to do yep. that for sure. Yeah. Like, like when I started as a seller, my selling business was my side gig. But I'd want to try to prepare for her you know, big events like that or for Black Friday coming up, but I still want to be able to focus with them the family because it was a holiday weekend. And so being able to use bulk files to prepare those changes in advance, and then you can just upload a file versus having to go through it the day yeah. of is, is awesome. So it's, it's another great way to time it and then be able to revert it back after the event too, if you want to get back to the baseline that you started. Yeah, so, for sure. So for people like, some people may be asking, well, there's a bunch of software out there where I don't have to deal with all the spreadsheets and everything else like that. So why do you personally use your own bulk files and spreadsheets versus using some of the automation software, which can also help you with some of these mass changes? So I think there is a lot of benefits to software. You know, the one downside to bulk files, which I'm fully you know, happy to admit, even though we use them all the time, is the fact that whatever data is contained within the spreadsheets is only what dates you've selected when the file was downloaded. So we still use Campaign Manager for things because there are times where you want to cross-analyze. So how was this doing you know, 30 days ago versus seven days ago? Maybe on our really top keywords that we're being very strategic with, you can compare date ranges and see your graphs. So that's, you know, I don't think this is going to replace any of those things. However, However, I do, I do really like the capabilities of archiving it. And at this point, I've just gotten so comfortable with them. And then you can get as detailed as you want to, where a lot of like automation software that will update bids is absolutely, you know, wonderful. And it's nice to be able to put things, but I don't think you're ever yet. AI is going to catch up with us at some point. I don't know how far in the future that will be. But right now, there is no way to completely automate your adjustments that are made 
inside of your ads. You're always going to want to have some sort of human oversight. And the benefits of bulk files is you can have that human oversight, but at a scale that is lacking if you were just doing it inside of campaign manager. So I don't think it's going to ever, it's not going to replace campaign manager for sure. I honestly think even if you're using a software, you still should be at least poking around in campaign manager because that's where you figure out all these updates. It's a new random button. Amazon, if you wait for them to tell you about a new update, you're going to be two months behind. <laughs> so you, you know, you'd still want to have a handle at ground zero when it comes to campaign manager, but you can definitely customize what you're doing way more efficiently inside of a spreadsheet sheet than you can inside of any software. Although I think they're a great tool to use. Yep. And, and we take the same approach too. Like the question is, well, why do you guys develop your own software and everything in house? And the, the key reason is for control. So mm -hmm. we don't want to be tied to somebody else's perspective or philosophy, and we want to be able to iterate really quickly. And so we have systems set up, like when we're restructuring campaigns, it's typically done through bulk files. We have our software, but we only have our software work in certain scenarios because we completely agree. There's some things that should be automated, but there's many things that should not be. And you need that intuition that goes behind it. For people like us or Elizabeth, I think it's a lot about the control that comes along with it too. You can make those changes exactly how you want to but you can make mass changes too along with it. So it's that ease of the automation versus the control that comes along with it to make the changes you want to make and not have to spend all the manual time going through Campaign Manager. And I love your, your perspective too, even with any software, we use all three. I mean, so we're in Campaign Manager. We're using bulk sheets for some of the unique operations that we're doing. And then we have our software for reporting and bid optimization, placement optimization, campaign funnel structures, that type of stuff. But you kind of need a combination of the three to give you mm -hmm. the flexibility to take advantage of each and every piece as you go. So yeah, yeah so that, that's really cool. So any other, any other tips or tricks that you recommend for somebody who's looking at getting into bulk files and I mean, you walk through kind of where they should start, but any other things that you'd recommend they poke around at? I would just say learn. I think I would say learn the formatting would be the biggest one. And I think the easiest way to take a look at the formatting, if you go into campaign manager on the left hand pop out menu, you'll see it bulk files. So you'll click on that and that's where you download and generate the bulk files underneath on the left hand side, like the date ranges you can select. There's a little blue link, I think that says like download bulk file template maybe something about a template so there is a template that can be downloaded as well that does kind of walk through the formatting a little bit so last time i downloaded that i think the columns were off or something though hopefully they fix that but um <laughs> i think it's it, it's a good way just to kind of poke around i think there's some more explanations as to what everything kind of is one thing to get really familiar with is i want to say it's column b called record type that's what I'm looking for. So the record type will tell you what is contained on that row. So for instance, there's campaign, ad group, ad and keyword and product targeting. So the campaign, if you can you know, filter only for the campaigns, that's gonna show you all of your campaigns across everything and you get all the metrics there. Ad group, of course, is ads. Ads are the all of your SKUs. The other thing to know is that bulk file is tied to a SKU, not an ASIN. So you do need to have a list of all your SKUs if you're gonna be using these. That will be very helpful if you have a list of your ASINs tied to your SKUs, then you can, hopefully your SKU naming structure is somewhat a little bit cleaner. That will definitely help. Um, but yeah, sure. so I would say get familiar with the record types for sure if you're trying to learn formatting. Yep. And probably the easiest way to do that, just like Elizabeth started with, just 
download your bulk file and then you can see how that's all set up. Mm -hmm. Whether it's at the campaign, the ad group, or the target level, you can see how everything's lined up and that will help you make changes yeah. with bulk files. Yeah. And so one thing that you can do is add different keywords with bulk files. And so I kind of wanted to get your perspective too on the keyword research side. So for instance, if I'm launching a new product or if I have an established product, but I'm trying to expand the amount of keywords that I'm targeting, whether it's doing it via bulk files or just adding it directly in campaign manager, what's some different ways or approaches that you take when looking at keyword research and maybe any stumbling blocks that you see other people take? Taking. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I would say if you already have something running, look at the search term reports. That's going to be like your, it's still the OG. It's still the best when it comes to keyword research. I know it's still contained within your ad console, but that would be where I would start. You can get a lot of good insights there. You're going to know your exact conversion rate, what your cost per click was, how you are in relation to the market. So I, I would start there. You know, if you have anything to glean from that, definitely glean. But if you have to absolutely start from scratch, honestly, one of my favorites is always, again, it's kind of the OG, but the reverse ASIN is always going to be a really great way to scrape what are your competitors doing? How are they ranking? One other thing to note is try and isolate what they're ranking for organically, not just ads that will give you a better idea on like their indexing, where they're selling well. Um, and then you can take away from that. So I, I definitely like that method. You want to make sure you should, if you have product research, you've probably identified, you know, like your top competitors in the market. You, you kind of know who the big dogs are. So you should have some insights like where to start there. You probably, if you've gotten um, your listing copy done, then you probably have some good insights into your keywords there. So you could definitely use that as well. Most listing copywriters will give you kind of a list of the keywords they've used. I think most of them are, and they probably will if you ask, because they definitely often do that research as well to make sure, you know, that your listings have the good SEO mixed with, you know, good call outs for the market. So you can, you know, you can use that information. That's a wealth of information to use. The one thing I would say in taking into account the listing copy is oftentimes, and this is the way you want to do it, but when they're writing listings, SEO is going to be a bit different than going after in advertising because you don't have to pay to put the top keywords in your listing. Um, so you definitely want to be indexed for the top keywords in the space. However, oftentimes when you're going in and now you're having to pay for you know whatever keywords you're advertising on in your ads, you want to be a bit careful when it comes to the top keywords. Then there are some products that can compete for top keywords right off the bat, depending on you know like your space. But oftentimes what I've seen is that the top keywords in this space are very expensive to run on. You have, you know, the kind of the top entrenched sellers, and then oftentimes they have a lot of reviews. They have really high reviews. Maybe you're coming in with none or one or two, and it can be very tricky to rank on those because ranking on Amazon, one of the big, big things that plays into it is your um, conversion rates and then your sales velocity. And this is done on an individual search term. So if you're coming up against sellers who have a really good conversion rate and an amazing sales velocity on a particular search, it's going to um, be more difficult for you to kind of push them out of that top spot, you know, to get your sales velocity up, to get your 
your conversion rates up, especially, you know, again, if you're dealing with a lower star rating, it depends on the market. Some markets, star ratings, you know, one is perfectly fine. And then there's other ones, supplements or clothing or things that people want to know, how does this work? How does this fit? Is it going to work for me? And they're really focused on what the feedback from other shoppers have been. Um, Those ones are going to be much more difficult, you know, to snag those spots. If you only have like say one and it's not even technically review, it's just a rating, you know, so there is no feedback. It's good, but like, give me some more, you know? And so you, you definitely want to be taking that into account when you're building your keyword list. I say there's no shame in starting small and working your way up. And personally, if I have, you know, no directives that this is something we absolutely like, we have to go hard and blow out of the water from day one, I am much happier to start you don't have to go super low, but, you know, take into account the market and start probably somewhere in the middle. And then hopefully you can gain traction from those. You start getting organic sales from those. And then you can bring that revenue towards, you know, advertising on some more expensive keywords. Yeah. And some great points that I took away too that just want to reemphasize is that when you're putting together your initial keyword links, I see some sellers making the mistake of finding the very generic like high level search terms. So if I'm selling stainless steel luxury watches for men and they target watches because of all the volume there. And if I could just rank for watches, man, I could be selling so much. And the key mistake is that your conversion rate is not going to be high for watches because those people who type in watches, they could be looking for, you know, many, many different types of products. And so starting with a more niche down, highly relevant keyword targeted strategy. And then I like your approach to on starting smaller because um, I, I think that you can learn a lot from the initial results too. So say you mm-hmm. have a very sure. niche down keyword that's highly targeted and you're not converting after multiple clicks. Well, that would probably cause me to go back to the drawing board a bit and look at the product detail page and the pictures and everything else. And why isn't my product speaking to this keyword before I blow a bunch of money on it on the Mm -hmm. advertising side. So I love that approach where starting smaller, using the data, constantly learning, iterating, fixing anything that's not working, and then ramping up on what's working versus starting crazy from the start and losing Mm -hmm. your budget and not seeing the results. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's, I think a lot of new sellers, you get kind of married to a specific keyword. And there are some times where you discover, again, through search and reports, it's going to be kind of like your, your back end view. You're going to be able to dig a little deeper into how shoppers are actually interacting with your product based on the search terms you pull. But there are some times where you'll find there's maybe a keyword which you wouldn't consider relevant, but is converting very well for the product. And maybe that's something that you can start pivoting. Maybe just add the last bullet point to call out that particular demographic. Or there are things that you can discover through the ads that can actually influence how, you know, you realize that actually, okay, shoppers are interacting this way. Um, Because one of the things that when it comes to organic sales is you can see your sales numbers, you can kind of see where you're ranking on, you can reverse ace and search your own product and kind of get insights that way. But you won't have any like um, very granular insights, you know, when it comes to actual individual searches, and you do actually get that information from a search term report. So that would be definitely something you can use 
you know, to take a look at the back and see like, all right, so where am I fitting in this market? Is it different than what I thought I would? Maybe people are, you thought the blue variation was going to go great, but all your searches are coming up pink and that's where your sales are coming from. Well, maybe that was, you know, you could see your best sellers, but to see how shoppers are actually interacting with the listing and finding it, I think is a wealth of knowledge that's sometimes overlooked. Yep. Yep. It's great to have the tools to try to predict where you're going to be, but actually looking at how yeah. <laughs> it's actually performed, it, that's the key piece to go to. So so for anybody who wants to learn more about you and see your content, learn more about bulk sheets and all the other good content that you're putting out, um, where should they go, Elizabeth? Yeah. So I think I put the most out on LinkedIn as far as content. I've been kind of slacking on there. You totally have me on that platform. I love the stuff you're putting out. Um, but yeah, so I do post on LinkedIn. If you're interested in bulk files, we have our channel. I think it's Jungler LLC. I think Jungler was taken, but you should be able to search that and find out. Honestly, I think if you search like Amazon PPC bulk files, it comes up. We have quite a few things on that. We have a lot of templates as well. So if you're kind of like, what's this? I walk by, all right, so this is what the formatting is. Here's a template, you know, for you to download and use. So that was probably useful if you're trying to get into bulk files. Um, And then if you're interested in like working with us or see what we do or like us to take a look at your account, audit it, you could hit us up on the website, Jungler, J-U-N-G-L-R com form at the bottom fill it out it's really quick and you get in touch with us sounds great well elizabeth it was awesome having you on thanks for all your insights yeah, and definitely check out her content and the templates that she's got put together 